Welcome to Body Sculpt of New York, Six Weeks to Fitness podcast, where we hope to inform, motivate, encourage, and inspire you towards living a healthier lifestyle. And now, here's your host, the president of Body Sculpt of New York, Vince Ferguson. Hi, welcome to episode 158 of my Six Weeks to Fitness podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. There seems to be an accepted belief that when you reach a certain age, let's say 50, that you are expected to be less active, weak, and more dependent on others. Well, my next guest, Liz Grantham from Johannesburg, South Africa, is changing that perception with her new functional fitness program for people 50 and over, and it's called the Optimal.me. You see, Liz believes that if you want to be truly happy and healthy and productive as you age, then you must include functional fitness routines into your daily lives. I mean, if you think about it, if you are not able to do, I think there's seven or eight basic functional movements, you know, you squat, you lunge, you reach, you push, you pull, you walk, um, and you, and did I say squat? So for instance, when you sit down, you know, you're going into a squat and to stand up out of a squat, I mean, you need to be able to do that to get out of your chair. So if you can't do that, you're going to be stuck and you're going to end up needing somebody to help you do all kinds of things. Liz Grantham is the founder of the Optimal.me, an extensive online collection of proprietary integrated movement routines and wellness content developed specifically for people 50 plus who want to make life easier, feel younger, stay active, and live with less pain. The integrated movement routines are based on functional movements and take a whole body, timeless, and natural approach to improve mobility, stability, flexibility, balance, and strength. Liz has more than 30 years of experience in marketing and advertising, providing innovative, integrated, thoughtful solutions for global clients such as Visa, Shell, and Sony Mobile, working on projects including the Olympics. And I am pleased to have Liz Grantham on my Six Weeks to Fitness podcast. Liz, how are you? Vincent, thanks so much for having me. I'm great. Thank you. Well, thank you for coming on the show today. But before we discuss your app, Optimal Me, let's talk a little about you, Liz. Where were you born and what was young Liz's childhood like growing up? Uh, Liz was born in a small town in South Africa called Port Elizabeth. And um, I had a, a fabulous kind of childhood. We, we lived, it was very long ago. Um, so we, we, I grew up in the days of, of analog. And I mean, as a young child, there was no such thing. I mean, a telephone was a luxury almost. So... Um, you know, television only only arrived kind of when I was already in school. Um, you know, we would watch television at the neighbor's home. It was, a, you know, not anybody, everybody had them. Um, so I, I grew up, I went off to boarding school, um, uh, you know, and um, landed up working in marketing and advertising uh, as a young person. Yeah. Wow. So your career path was in advertising prior to starting this Optimal Me Fitness program. Yeah, I've I've worked in advertising for over 30 years, and I've had my own um, agency for yeah more than 20. 
Um, and what's been what's been wonderful is in my during my career I've really been able to work on some fantastic big sports sponsorship properties. So I've worked for um, and and worked on Olympic Games and I've worked on Rugby World Cups and Football World Cups. Um, so I, I have a keen interest in sport and sports development. Um, and we're, we're currently over and above the app. We're busy working on, on women in sport, on a fantastic program for one of our clients um, that involves women in sport. So um, it's always, sport has always been something that has been kind of very much part of my career, wasn't always part of my personal routine and my life. Yeah, but still very exciting, though. Very exciting. So you're still running the agency now. I do still have an agency, and we do still we do still work, and I I, I split my time. You split your time. Oh, most definitely, definitely. But was there an aha moment that inspired you to get into the fitness space, Liz? Absolutely. Um, I'm sure, Vincent, that you'll know many stories like mine. I was, I mean, I work in advertising, so high pressure, high stress, um, you know, career. And a lot of time, well, I mean, you know, I always do a lot of running around, but really just hard work, hard work, the clock ticking all the time. And um, one of my, my health advisors said to me that they were concerned that I was going to have adrenal, suffer from adrenal fatigue. Mm. And uh, as you might know, if you, if adrenal fatigue goes too far and you have adrenal burnout, it really is not something that you can fix. And one of the solutions that was put in front of me was that I needed to include exercise in my daily life. And I was like, I hate exercise. I'm really not going to be doing that. And they said, well, you have a choice to make. And... Um, so I did, did quite a lot of research, and I, and I really am a, a real follower and believer in functional medicine, and I you know, thankfully have a very wonderful functional medicine practitioner. And they started talking to me about finding a different way of exercising, you know, not just sort of running on a treadmill or doing weight circuits, because, I mean, it just I, I, I can't concentrate for long enough. I get quite bored. Right. And, you know, I think our bodies just get so full of stress and so full of tension. And, you know, I, I mean, I used to live on ibuprofen and, you know, every afternoon to just get through the day with a headache, sore neck, trapezia. And I found a fantastic trainer. And I, well, I took the plunge. I actually heard about him. I kind of heard that what he did was quite different. And I went off to a class one Friday evening. And honestly, it was five o'clock on a Friday. And with massive trepidation, I went into this, class that was full of people who all knew each other and were chatting and you know it was really quite sort of um, scary I think almost and the people were young and they were old and anyway I did this class and 50 minutes later I could not believe how my body felt really instant like that in 50 minutes I felt like a completely different human being and I then started doing three classes a week, and that literally changed my whole life in terms of how my body felt, in terms of how I was able to get through my day, my posture, my energy. And, you know, people were noticing. They were like, what are you doing? What's going on with you? You, you know, you're in a much better mood. You're full of chirp and not moaning and groaning all the time. And I honestly put it down to 
movement. So it was very much a, a, a really startling kind of change for me. And I have been a, a kind of disciple ever since. So much so that I've started a whole business around it. Wow. And you call it the optimal me. We call our platform the optimal.me because isn't that what all midlifers want to be? Yes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. What can my what can my listeners expect if well, if they try the optimal.me app? So the optimal.me is is our vision was really to build out a, a platform where where people of midlife, whether that's 45 or 50 or 55 or 60 or 65, um, can find a solution that really is tailor made for our stage in life. Because I think you know, as you head into midlife, our objectives in terms of our bodies, our health, and our wellness often change. You know, we're not we're more keen, I think, on being fit for purpose in terms of aging well and being able to, you know, like really be active and do all the things we want to do than being, um, than looking beautiful. I think for many people that, that is kind of a shift from when you're in your 20s and your 30s where, you know, right. how you look is often more important than how you feel. And so, so what, they'll, what they'll find are our integrated movement routines and our wonderful trainer um, whose name is Yanni. He has been doing body work and, I mean, he's a, he's a highly qualified physic teacher, you know, he's a accredited trainer, um, but he really is a master in the body and in movement. And um, he is 60, he actually turned 60 earlier this year, and he's extraordinary. I mean, he's, he's always been a dancer and a gymnast. He's never suffered from injuries because he believes that we should move our bodies the way that we were designed to move. Um, because whilst our worlds might have changed, how, how we move is still the same, whether we were, you know, caveman, hunter-gatherer, etc. And unfortunately, in our daily life now, what do we do? We, I mean, our built environments, our worlds are created for efficiency in our time and convenience, not for us to move like we used to. So our integrated movement routines are really all about moving in movement patterns that some of them are very familiar, you know, there's, a com there's combinations of movements um, to really optimize our ability to be aligned, to be strong, you know, to have good posture and to, to be able to twist and turn and, and kind of not be afraid of injury really because we are strong and stable and, and able to do that. So we've got hundreds of workouts on our site um, that are all, you know, exclusive and we've actually really approached everything we've done not to be flashy but to really give an experience that that someone in midlife who's maybe your eyes aren't as good as they were when you were 30 um you know we, we really focused on it's not about you know being fancy and modern and you know, even our music we actually um we we get all of our music tracks composed and commissioned especially wow. for our site so that even the music experience is something that is enjoyable and fun um, and not necessarily um, hard on the ears. And, and we really have, have worked very hard at, at creating something that, is, is, that works for our age group. You know, that you come in, that it's not, you don't, it's not competitive, it's very progressive. You know, we believe you start where you start and you kind of move along 
and you progress as you can. Um, because really what we want to do is get everyone yeah. moving. Hmm. Um, and then over and above the movement on the site, sorry, we also have fantastic nutritional information and health information and all specific to midlife and beyond, you know, because our bodies go through changes. We don't produce all the same enzymes and amino acids and, you know, we need to look at things differently as we age and we don't need to put all of our ailments down to old age. There are often things that can be very quickly and easily resolved if we know how to look. So that's really what we built at the Optimal Me. Now, how long are the exercise routines? So the exercise routines, uh, well, we recommend at least 15 minutes a day, but you'll find five-minute routines, 15-minute routines, and 30 minutes. And there are beginners and intermediate um, classes on the, on the site that you can find. So for people that have done a lot of yoga and Pilates or have been doing movement classes, you know, for a long time, there, there are intermediate classes that are more strenuous. Um, but for those who've not done anything for a long time or are starting out afresh, um, I think especially now, kind of in this time where we're all a bit stuck, you know, where we don't have freedom of movement really, and um, we're not out and about so much. Um, you know, five minutes is, I think it's difficult to find an excuse not to do five minutes of movement or 15 minutes even in a day. Yes, yes. So if you're very busy, you can still find time to exercise. Of course. I mean, and, and that's really our whole philosophy. And I'm sure you'll agree with this is we don't really say that kind of one and done is the way to go from a movement perspective. We believe that you should move throughout your day. You know, you should be able to do some in the morning and some in late morning as you go. You know, movement should be part of what you do during your day's activities, especially if you have a job where you sit a lot behind your desk or, you know, where you're doing a lot of sitting. Um, to stay healthy, you really need to kind of move more often. So, you know, if you go for a really long run every morning, but then you sit for 12 hours, your body's still taking a pounding because you're sitting for 12 hours. That morning run doesn't fix it for you. So um, we like to, to view our, our program as, I mean, it can be a, a total program for people who don't have one, but also as an additive. So if you're a runner or, you know, you do something else, um, you can do this in between. So, you know, you can add it to your program to kind of give you a more, a more holistic kind of workout of your body, I think, I would say. Um, and that, that's really what we're trying to be, is to be something that's convenient, that's fun, that you enjoy, and that really actually is effective and makes a difference. Well, this is all good. And I think that what you said about earlier about functional, functional fitness, why is that so important, especially as we're getting older? Mm. Well, I mean, if you think about it, if you are not able to do, I think there's seven or eight basic functional movements, you know, you squat, you lunge, you reach, you push, you pull, you walk, um, and, you, and did I say squat? So, for instance, when you sit down, you know, you're going into a squat and to stand up out of a squat I mean you need to be able to do that to get out of your chair yes so if you can't do that you're going to be stuck and you're going to end up needing somebody to help you do all kinds of things um, you know balance if we just think about balance as we get older so 
what most people don't know is that you actually start losing your balance in your 20s. Mm. It's not something that just goes pop as you hit midlife. So by the time you get to midlife, your balance is not great anymore for a number of reasons. One, your eyesight's not as good, et cetera, et cetera. But also your balance isn't great. And I mean, I think one in four people over 55 end up in the emergency room from a fall. Really? Now, if you are not working on your balance regularly, the chances are you're going to roll your ankle. You're going to, you know, you're going to tumble at some point, trip on the stairs. And, and why when it's not, you know, if you're just taking care of yourself, it doesn't have to be that way. I think it doesn't have to be, well, I'm old now, so that's what I must accept. Hmm. Um, and, and that's really what we're trying to say. So to stay functional, you need to be able to live, you know. I mean, we look at our parents that are aging, et cetera, and, and life gets really small and, and kind of if you're not functional. And I think... What's really interesting is our chronological age is not always our physical age, right? You can meet a 60-year-old that's extraordinary, that's fit, climbing mountains, doing this, doing that, and the next thing. And actually, you look at them, you can't, you don't believe they're 60. And you can meet another 60-year-old who actually you look at it and you think, my God, this person's 75. So it's up to us, really, mm-hmm, yeah. how we're going to take care of ourselves. Hmm. Good point, though. Good point. <laughs> Would you say a lot of that has to do with our mindset as far as how we age, how we um, how we perceived as aging? A lot has to do with how we think? Very definitely. I think that attitude is everything. And, you know, I mean, you just see it when you look at people, don't you? People who are who have confidence. I mean, you presume that people who are upright, who've got good posture, who move with confidence. Yes. Um, you know, yes. you look at those people and you you automatically knock 10 years off their age, etc. And people who are shuffling around and a little bit hunched and slower, you know, they just seem older. And I think, you know, you don't have to be rich. You don't have to be clever, you don't have to have had a big career or whatever to take care of your body. It's just a choice we all make. Oh, most definitely. You choose to get older or to feel older. (laughs) That's pretty good. Now, I've been involved in the fitness field myself, Liz, about 30 years, and it seems to be ingrained in my DNA. But how do you bring awareness to people who are busy living their stressful lives and probably never worked out a day in their life before, but now they reach the age of 50, and you want to you want to inspire them to work out. How do you get through to those through to those people? Well, I think that is. I mean, if we knew an absolute hundred percent answer to that, I would be able to bottle it, and life would be really <laughs> different. <laughs> yes, I, you know, motivation is a very interesting thing. And habits, you know, forming good habits are also a very interesting thing. So, I mean, most times people just clod along doing what they do because they're too busy or too this or too that. People know they need to take care of themselves, right? They see it in every single news broadcast, in every magazine, on the internet, wherever they're looking. I mean, the World Health Organization calls inactivity a pandemic, right? Yeah. Before COVID, inactivity 
was to, was the pandemic of our age. Now, people know they've got to move, but it's just such a mission until number one, a crisis comes around. Like even for me, I knew I should be doing exercise and you know doing stuff, but I was just like, well, I'm actually okay right now, so I can just keep going. But I was forced to make a choice. Did I want to actually end up being exhausted and tired with burnt out adrenal glands that I could barely, was never going to be able to function properly? Or did I want to do something about it? For me, that choice was absolutely not. So I'd better do this. And I think for many of us, that's when we decide to do something because we're in crisis or we see someone else in crisis. You know, it might be a friend or a parent or whatever who's going through something and you think, cheaters, I really don't want that to happen to me. And, you know, we all talk about prevention being, you know, the, the thing to do. But, but prevention, whilst, again, we know it, to act on that sometimes just takes a little push. So what we tried to do with Optimal, because, you know, forming good habits is not that simple if you don't have motivation. And we actually have done a lot of research and worked with some really smart um, psychologists and people who who understand habits and, and building habits and how to get people involved. And we built out a 21-day program for people that haven't done anything for a long time or people who used to do something and, you know, just know that they should or whatever, where we actually kind of get people going slowly over 21 days um, with daily habit hacks, you know, to, to really find ways to, I mean, there's a book out now that's all the rage called Atomic Habits. I don't know if you've seen it. No. Um, but they really talk about all of the thing, all of the, the, the things we've used to build out our 21-day course where, you know, we go, don't beat yourself up. You know, start out, just, you know, do something every day, fit exercise into your routine in a place that's linked to something you know you do, like brushing your teeth or making your tea in the morning or your coffee, um, and and really to try and I mean in 21 days you can you can kind of create a basic habit. It's not really well formed and embedded yet, but you can you can be on your way to having a good habit. So we built a 21 day course for anybody that that is unsure or doesn't know where to start or just thinks cheap as I you know what do I do or how do I do it? We have a guided program. Um, and, I mean, what are the other reasons you've been in, in exercise for 30 years? What are the reasons people come to you? Well, many reasons. They need the motivation to work out. <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. Their, doct their doctors have told them they have to. Yes. Or they've, maybe they've, I mean, in midlife, maybe they've met somebody new and they want to work. Or maybe they want to go on holiday with their friends and their friends, you know, it's a hike or a bike tour or, you know, something where you're going to a place where, you know, you've got to climb lots of steps every day. You know, that would be motivation for someone to, to really go, okay, I need to do this to be ready. Um, but I think, yeah, it's, you know, it's not easy for many people to find their own internal kind of, yeah. Self-motivation um, to get on with it. Oh, my goodness. You said it. it's really not easy for that in, to find the intrinsic motivation. So sometimes they need that external motivation, you know. So 
That's why they that's mm-hmm. why they hire trainers, right? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Exactly. And and you know, and that's also why we work so hard at really I mean, a very interesting thing that that of course you will know is that when we move, we um you know, we produce dopamine and dopamine makes us feel happy. Okay. So movement in, gives us happiness. If we do movement often enough and we also stimulate our, sen- our other senses, like through music, you know, if you are moving to joyful music, whether it's stretching slowly or whether it's, you know, doing something that's a bit more upbeat and cardio, that helps you produce dopamine and happy hormones. And actually, if you do it every day for 21 days, even if it's sometimes only for five minutes, but you get used to having those happy hormones cruising around your body. And then you want that fix, you know, you, it's like runners who have that, you know, that real high when they, when they get in the groove and it keeps them coming back for more, but you've really got to push through to make that happen for you so that you, you know, you get to that point where you go, actually, I just feel so fantastic now that I, I'm never missing out on doing this. Now, because of the current pandemic that we're going through right now, most of us who can are working from home which means we are sitting more than usual. Now, what impact do you think mm-hmm. this current pandemic has had on our health? Well, look, I mean, sitting and inactivity affects our body systems, right? Because it just slows everything down. So, I mean, we, we, everything is slow. And, and actually, when, when we're not using our systems and our bodies, we lose things. And I, I think that, you know, inactivity can lead to, never mind how stiff and saw our bodies become and how our fascia really kind of sucks in on itself and, and moving just becomes more and more difficult. But, you know, it can lead to all kinds of issues um, not moving, you know, even never mind heart, cardiovascular disease, obesity. You know, we all, I, I know so many of my friends who've kind of put on weight through lockdown before we were allowed to sort of be out and running. I mean, you guys are going into winter now. So, doing outdoor exercise, even walking and moving around becomes a whole lot harder on a daily basis. Um, but, you know, not moving, well, it's known. It even leads to depression. So, so one really needs to make sure that you're moving. And, you know, in our world, I even say, listen, if you're doing your own work and you're cleaning your windows and you're vacuuming your floors and you're, you know, cleaning the top of the cupboards and up and down a ladder and getting under the beds to sort out your kids' mess or whatever it is, then at least you're moving, you know? Yes. Um, and that counts. Hmm. So even cleaning the house is going to add to your fitness levels. <laughs> of course. That's awesome. Well, I mean, there's a study, a fantastic study, that says that the most fit people are uh, housekeepers that work in hotels. They are actually the most functionally fit people, generally speaking. I mean, outside, I'm sure, of like Marines and, you know, those sort of extreme people. In terms of their functional fitness, because they spend their days, they're up and down, they're, you know, reaching high and bending down on their knees and twisting and turning, Mm. and they're active, you know, for most of the day. So, you, you know, for those of us who are kind of like, really, we've got to do housework again. Maybe we should change our attitudes towards and see it as our workout routine for the day. 
<laughs> That's true. And now, and if you're older and you're not moving now because of the of the lockdowns and pandemic, mm. it has more of an effect on us. Definitely. And I think that, I mean, it ha you know, it has the same impact. Um, you know, muscles, I mean, you'll know this better than me, I'm sure. But I mean, our, we lose muscle mass really quickly if we don't use our muscles. Yes. Um, you know, you can be really fit and firm and strong and you, you know, if you get flu or sick and you are, you know, you can't exercise for a few weeks, it doesn't take long for you to really notice that you have lost a lot of muscle mass, you know, it takes forever to, to create it and it goes in a, in a flash. So I think for people that are older, um, you know, even, you know, Yanni always says something, he says, you know, if you do nothing, if today or, you know, for, you've done nothing. Get up and walk around your chair mm -hmm. every 30 minutes and sit down again. Walking around your chair is more than you did the day before. I mean, the day, yeah, the day before. So just start, you know, if you are older and you really have been doing nothing, set an alarm and just get up and walk around your room or your chair or, you know, to the end of the hall and back every half an hour. And at least you're moving again. You know, you're waking up your body systems. And, you know, then when you're used to working, walking to the end of the hall and back, add a flight of steps. Or, you know, take the plunge and, and try some nice slow workouts. And I think, you know, as much as we've got a whole online platform, I think that, you, you know, there's, you can find what works for you out there. There are a lot of options if you just go and have a look. Definitely, definitely. Now, has there been an increase in membership of people, you know, as far as people um, purchasing your app since the pandemic? Definitely. Um, what what we did actually at the start of um, of lockdown is we actually just gave a free 30-day plan where people didn't have to put in their card details or do any of that. They could they could get 30 days for free with no obligations, and. Um, you know, that was really interesting because I think people were also a little bit con confused about what was going to happen. And it also was quite a crazy time where, I mean, you know, the whole fitness industry kind of came to a grinding halt. Yes, it did. Yeah. In an instant. Mm -hmm. yep. and, and then everybody was trying to get online and trying to, you know, find a way to to keep, um, you know, servicing their clients and, and doing all of that. But, but even people who didn't have a, an existing kind of routine suddenly started thinking, okay, well, what do I do now? Because I'm not even, you know, walking to the grocery store or whatever. So we, we definitely saw an uptick. And what's been really, really interesting is that, um, is that it's, it's been consistent and has continued, you know, over time. And, and we've had some wonderful, um, wonderful stories coming back to us about how people are enjoying the program. So, I mean, that's really gratifying. Um, and a really good example of functional, of getting your functional fitness back is we have a, a lady from Pennsylvania, actually, who's, who's a retired and her husband um, has a motorbike and they like, you know, to go out on weekends and things. And she was telling us that she really suffered from quite bad fibromyalgia and arthritis. And after doing our program for just three weeks, she was in. And he said, come, let's go for a ride. And she said she swung her leg over the seat, waiting to kind of wince in pain, as she always did. And she had no more pain in her joints. 
And she was just completely overjoyed that actually just doing that could make such a change in her life. And she said it was literally almost like a miracle. So I think, um, you know, people can, it, it doesn't, you know, we don't have to always do huge, big, excessive things to, to create meaningful change in our daily life. You know, sometimes it's small things that seem so simple and, and not even, you know, not even difficult. And as you do them over time, I mean, they just are, you know, really kind of make small changes in our day that we don't notice straight away until we do something that, um, you know, used to be hard. So, you know, that really is our philosophy. And we hope that that's, you know, that kind of talks to a lot of people who are who are in this place right now. Oh, definitely. I see your app as being very timely right now, Liz. Very, very timely. We need this, especially going into the fall and winter months here in the States. You know, mm -hmm. we do. But where do you see yeah. the Optimum.me in the next five years? Oh, I have got big plans, Vincent. I am excited about our our talking to our age group, you know, to our target segment, yes. because I think that, you know, this is a program that's built by midlifers, for midlifers. I mean, Simone, our consulting physiotherapist, she's also about to turn 60. Yanni's 60. I'm 53. Um, the, the guy who composes all of our music is in his 50s. We really have gone, and, and a lot of us, you know, are that are involved in the project are really we know we know the pain we, we're not pretending to know something that we don't we really understand because we live it yes. you know we live this midlife time and we're all excited about life and we all are you know we've got plans we really are wanting to be out there and and you know traveling and able to see the world and you know that if, if COVID has, has taught me and many of my friends one thing it's how we just took getting on a plane and going off somewhere exciting and inspirational and beautiful for granted. You know, we didn't think twice about the fact that we'd be able to travel and, you know, a couple of times a year. So I think we all want to be ready for when we can. Right. And when it's safe for us to be out there again, really um, looking at a regenerated planet, because I think that, you know, that might be one of the upsides of COVID is that we've given the planet a bit of a rest. <laughs> yes, true. You know, it's, it's very exciting. You know, we in South Africa, we obviously have amazing um, wildlife and bush life. And of course, when we were, when we were in, in major lockdown, nobody could do that anymore. And, and often a lot of it is very expensive. So we have mostly international travelers that can go to our, you know, our wildlife parks and, and things. And when they lifted some of our restrictions and we were allowed to cross um, state boundaries again. Um, all of those beautiful places kind of needed people to visit so that they could keep going. And um, the animals have come out to play. Wow. It is quite a remarkable thing. Everyone that comes back from safari is like, we've never seen so many animals. We've never seen the animals like this before. So I think maybe that's going to be the whole world for us. You know? Yes. Um, Everyone will be, you know, the, the, the animals and the, and the plant will be excited to see us all again. So um, we need to be ready. Yes, most definitely. And having our health is going to help us to be ready, right, Liz? <laughs> of course. Well, if we don't have our health, we're going nowhere. So, you know, I mean, 
what are we doing if we don't have our health? Racking up massive medical bills. Yes. Oh, goodness. And ending up in a retirement where we, where we can't do any of the things we were hoping to do. And, you know, worried about our futures. So, like, taking care of our health is just really, for me, it's a fundamental it's a fundamental kind of responsibility. I think for any of us that have got kids, we really don't want our kids to be having to take care of us in our old age when we are, you know, I mean, it's one thing if you're 90, but it's a whole different thing if you're 65 or 70. Unless, of course, you know, you've really had bad luck and, and you know, proper ill health, but not just from neglect. Most most definitely. I agree 100% with you. But <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do, I do, I do. Now, how can my listeners find out more about Liz Grantham and the Optimal.me? Well, they can go along to our website. They don't have to, you know, they can go to www.theoptimal, which is one word, dot me. That is our, our um, URL. And they can go and have a look around and, you know, get a, get a little taste of, of what we do. We have, as I say, a 30-day free trial. So there's plenty of time to really make sure that, that they like the program and that they enjoy it and want to commit um, and can access all of our, our articles and our, you know, our written content um, they can access without actually having to even buy a subscription. So there's a lot for them to see and find at theoptimal.me, and I'm sure that they will. I think there's something for everybody. You know, some people are, you know, are really interested in nutrition and, um, or you know, in in health issues. Um, we've got some self improvement um, stuff there. Beautiful clean eating plans to reduce inflammation. Look, there's so much that they can go and really dig in and and have a good look around. Um, and I'm sure that that there's value for everybody. Definitely. I actually visited the website, so I agree 100% with you. There's, a lot, there's something there for everyone. So with that being said, Liz Grantham, I truly want to thank you for coming on my show today. Vincent, I truly want to thank you for having me on as a guest, and I wish you and everyone who listens to this a safe and healthy winter ahead. And um, you know, just keep moving and, and take care of your health I think that is that's all you know that we need to be taking care of right now oh most definitely the health is everything and to my listeners I truly hope this program was informative encouraging and inspiring and that you will continue tuning in to our six weeks of fitness podcast and if you have any questions comments or suggestions for the show please leave them on my six weeks of fitness blog at www.sixweeksofitness.com or email me at vince at sixweeks.com and don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes take care bye bye